Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so delighted that you're here with us today, and I'm very excited that we have a very special guest with us. Today we have with us Ms. Damini Celebre. She is a healer, author. She's the author of the book, Painting the Landscape of Your Soul, A Journey of Self-Discovery, and she's also a soul advocate, which I absolutely love. And she's gonna be talking to us today about many things really having to do with creativity, healing, staying grounded, being in your body, all of that. And I cannot wait to hear more about it. So I wanna thank you so much for being here with us today, Damini. I am so delighted to be here and to have a really heart-to-heart -heart conversation with you. Yeah, so, I cannot thanks. wait because I know we have a lot of things in common, being healers yeah. and authors, and there is so much need out there for light and you know, spreading the light in the world today with everything that's going on. So I think this conversation is going to be very healing for a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree. I agree completely. So before we get down to talking about all of these things, how about if you start by telling us just a little bit about you and how did you get to this place in your life where you started healing people? Oh my God, that's a really long conversation, but let's see. Um, <laughs> Everyone always says that too. So you can the I know. version if you can think of it. I mean, I just want to like I remember healing my gerbil as in a what was like five or six, and putting my hands over it, going, "Breathe, breathe!" Like you know, sending energy. I didn't have that language clearly, but I mean, that's my earliest something. But I grew up in a family where um, both my mama and my brother had some serious illnesses. So I was, I don't know, I guess I was just surrounded by it a lot. Never really thought about being a healer per se. Like I always wanted to be an artist. You know, that's when, as soon as I can hold something in my hand, it was a paintbrush. But, um, you know, those two kind of grew, you know, being a healer and an artist all at the same time throughout my life. Um, how did that kind of start? You know, I met somebody, I was waitressing and just trying to do my art. And somebody said, you know, you should do massage instead of waitressing, you know, more bang for your buck. And I was like, oh, okay. And, and I know you know this, and I know that your listeners know this, that the universe, I like to say the universe guides us like, um, like border collies, you know, kind of bumping us this way and this yeah. way. And as soon as that friend of mine opened that up to me, it was like I found a shiatsu school, it, and I and I went there. I knew nothing about shiatsu, but I went there because they had payment plans, <laughs> and they had I, I liked the logo of the school, you know, these crazy things. And at the same time, I met somebody who I had um, asthma really bad at that time, and she brought me to a Chinese doctor, you know. And from there, I went right from shiatsu into acupuncture you know that's the formal training five element acupuncture and then in my acupuncture school we learned shamanism like go figure in the 90s yeah, right yeah and then you know it's just like that whole world opened up you know and at the same time i was doing artwork but they were separate universes and you know for the most part for about 20 years those two lived in two parts of my lives and then I went, again, spirit nudged me. 
there. Um, I was in, um, this is a little longer, but I think it's worth knowing how spirit guides us. Mm-hmm. I was at Ghost Ranch in New Mexico, and um, I was there as a participant. And I'm kind of wandering around, you know, and I live in Philadelphia, right? So this woman walks up to me and she said, are you Demini? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, I was a patient of yours about 10 years ago. And I'm here doing this wild painting class. And I want you to see the painting because it's something that came up in a treatment with you. And I'm like, okay, you know, like within 15 minutes, we run there. I look at it. It's wild. It's big. I'm like, oh. And then, you know, I go on with my week and she leaves. And I was telling somebody, um, I was just telling somebody about this. And then that night in the, it was a shamanic training we were in. It was about asking your descendants, what should you do? And my descendants were like, paint from the heart. And I'm like, yay, I got permission from the divine to do what I love, you know? And I'm just chattering on and I look down and here is this um, name tag and it said painting from the heart. And I was like, oh my God, you know? And so again, these big pushes from the universe. And I ended up doing this intuitive painting training, which wasn't my universe. Like I was a real formally trained person. And I realized in that moment of doing the training and then taking it forward with, you know, in my my acupuncture practice, my waiting room became a painting studio. But what was incredible was I realized that the embodied creative process was just as potent as me sticking needles in people. In fact, I think it was even more potent because it gave people kind of not control, but they were doing the painting. Mm-hmm. You know, they were uh, embodying themselves. They were coming into themselves to gain insight and understanding. So, you know, I could say easily creativity is a healing modality, but it kind of really started making me think about the power of coming into our body and allowing our body to guide the process versus looking outside ourselves all the time for healing or guidance or looking for that guru that's going to just say, yes, you can do this. Yeah. You know, it just, it all came together. I'm sorry. That was a little long. No, that's, that's really a cool story. And, um, as a teacher myself, when you have someone who comes up to you and says, you inspired this, like I did this through Mm -hmm. a session with you, that is like the best thing ever. Totally. (laughs) It's like a totally rewarding thing. So I love that. Um, so how are you working with people now in what you do? You, I know you use the, you utilize the creativity component a lot in what you do. Yeah, I think, um, so somewhere about seven years ago, again, another directive from spirit. Um, I was in a, I was in a shamanic journey and I was asking kind of what's next. You know how we always ask those questions. And in the journey, I literally saw myself sitting on the floor with this big pink book. And as I flipped the book, it was colorful and there was all these paintings in it. And I literally saw the cover close and it said, painting the landscape of your soul. I was like, what? I mean, I am the first to say I am not a writer. That's not my, that's not my language. Yeah. Um, and I was like, 
really spirit and it just you know it, it so you know in a way that book and you know we all grow from where we were but that book was the first synthesis of all the modalities that um that i shared with patients so it was embodied creativity shamanism and energy healing slash acupuncture all kind of uh, and Taoism, I have to say, all kind of put together in the book itself, I think, is a self-guided journey to soul. Um, what I do now is more or less that, you know, um, I do this program called Tools of the Heart, mm -hmm. and it's learning tools to navigate your life as from a heart-centered place. So there's energy healing tools, there's shamanic tools in there, and then they all not all of them, but most of the exercises have a, a creative process in it. Because I believe the creative process is so out of our head. You know, it's it's soul driven. And like, you know, if you say, I need to know what I'm going to do in 2022, like your mind can go, wee, oh yeah, we could do this and this and this and this and this. But you drop back into this vessel of body that has all our potentiality in it and just like drop that question in there then it comes out and it may not come out in that moment but there's a deep level of stirring and understanding that arises from that does that make sense yeah it does and i know that um my daughter personally when she was going to counseling her counselor suggested mm -hmm. the adult coloring books for her because mm -hmm. she just had her would do the overthinking overthinking and anxiety and so she loved it it yeah. she started one and it was like this is amazing <laughs> because it was i think it, it allowed her to be more centered and mm -hmm. not be up here and be more mm -hmm. in a place of heart space yeah i had a i have a niece who when she was really young, had really intense anxiety, like couldn't leave the house. And I remember I was in the process of writing the book and she was in the car with me and starting to freak out. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and I handed her on my iPad and I said, draw for me what your belly feels like. She was going on about her belly, you know, and, you know, I'm driving and trying to guide her through this. And she's just, I'm like, don't worry, it doesn't have to look like a belly, just draw what you feel. And it was it was so powerful just to witness that for her, because as she as she drew, you know, the attention went away from the pain mm -hmm. and the yeah. pain went away. You know, the anxiety shifted. Yeah. And, you know, we all do that. Like if I'm in a twirl, I'm in a twirl and you focus on that twirl. Um, you know, we're just here. But if we can, you know, I always say just move it, yeah. <laughs> you know. In Chinese medicine, there's this really great quote, and it's pretty much like um, the heart must allow all emotions to move through it. And if it doesn't, that's where illness starts. And I think about that a lot. And you're an energy healer, so you probably understand this. Like when energy slows down or stops, and that's not life, right? Right. That's when illness quote unquote happens either you know emotional spiritual body and so like if we can just keep things moving yeah you know coloring books you know 
you know, drawing on iPads, yelling and screaming, yeah. not to somebody, but emoting, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just magic. Yeah. And I love the creative, like the creativity and the creative aspect of that with the healing, because I know for me, it's music. Music does so many amazing things for me. If mm -hmm. I'm having a bad day, I just go listen to music that I know is going to shift that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's very, very powerful. It really is. And that's yeah. amazing that you do that with your clients. Well, I think that we, we, I think creativity or art's got this weird thing that showed up where, you know, it, it, it it's like, oh, I'm not an artist. Like I hear that all the time. And I'm like, can you draw a line on a piece of paper? Because that's all I'm asking you to do. Yeah. You know, and so in a way it it frees up our energy and it also gives us access to this life force that we have kind of put off to the side for the special ones. But I don't think that's yeah. true. I mean, we all are creative, right? We decide what we want to wear, how we yeah. want to decorate our house. Yeah. You know, that's a creative act. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that we're creative in our everyday life. For some people, it's putting together an outfit. Exactly. Or doing their makeup in a way that's creative. So, yeah, Absolutely. I can totally see. And, and I'm one of those people who are always joking that, oh, I can't draw a stick figure with a ruler and a pencil. But I'm creative in other ways. Like, drawing's not necessarily my thing, but I, I like to, you know, decorate a room or that kind of thing. So it shows up right. for me in different ways. But um, I think it's really important for people to understand what their creative outlet is, because it is right. a very important tool for you to use in healing. I, I right. would agree with that 100%. Right. I mean, creativity has this extraordinary way of connecting us in with um, our life force, our intuition, like I, I really think, I mean, that's part of what one of the tools for the heart is um, coming back in and connecting to what I call your heart's yes, but like connecting in with that innate nature of like, yes, go for it. No, no, thank you. You know, that back and forth, because that's how we choose our colors, what we're wearing again, you know, just how we have our creative outlet as well. So tell us more about your book, because um, I was reading a couple of the reviews of your book and people were just raving about how it really helped them to transform their lives. And your book is called Painting the Land, it's Painting the Landscape of Your Soul, A Journey of Self-Discovery. So I know you kind of talked a little bit about it, but can you tell us a little more about your book? What inspired you? I know you were talking about your former client coming up and, and telling you, you inspired this piece of artwork whenever you're working on me. Um, and you were hesitant about writing a book. So how did you get through that and, and end up writing this book? And tell us a little bit more about the book itself. Yeah, um, well, I, I mean, I think that spirit, you know, it was another spirit directive. <laughs> and um, Kind of got pushed in that. Is that your trying to <sighs> pushed you know i like to think we have to do it oh well here you go i do think we have free will and i think it would show up in another way right <laughs> and um you know there was a part of me that was 
shocked. I think it kicked into this unworthy, like I have nothing to share, you know, that, yeah, yeah. that thing that we all kick into once in a right. while. And, you know, I think the very first thing I did is I walked out of the room and I said to my roommate, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I just got like spirit directive. And I just let it sit like I, I didn't push it away. And I think that's important. I just like held space for it to see if it would go away, really. <laughs> but I was, you know, again, I was at a, another uh, retreat and I was just sitting at lunch and I was talking to people and we were talking about, you know, how spirit guides us. And I was like, well, you know, a couple weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. And the woman that was sitting next to me, who I had no idea who it was, says, oh, I help people write books. And I'm like, yeah, right. Isn't that interesting. <laughs> I was like, of course what you're sitting next to me. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, you know, at that, you know, I said, I, I don't, I don't even know how to start. And she, God love her, really like gave me, you know, a structure of how to do it. And again, because I, because I accepted the invitation from myself, my soul, spirit, whatever you want to call that. Like there was flow. And we all know this. When we when we are in flow with what's right for us, things just part ways, right? Yes, exactly. And I mean, just like every week I would sit down and write for the day. And, you know, this woman helped edit. Like people showed up all over the place Isn't that for crazy? this. That is so crazy. But when you're aligned with what you know you have to do, like people will seriously just show up and you're like, how did that happen? Right. I mean, you wrote a book, you know what that's like. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you know, the the things line up. And that that's a huge lesson. You know, it's like, you know, of course, there's other lessons, like I have nothing to say. And, you know, it, it will push every, for me, it pushed every possible button that can yeah. be pushed. And that was even pre-production. Like, then it was like, hi, I wrote a book <laughs> you know, and just yeah. hiding it. In now way. I have to market it. <laughs> right. Talk about standing out there and like on a soapbox, just saying, hey, this is amazing, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it was just a real, it was a journey. It was a journey in allowing, accepting, asking for help, which I'm not very good at. You know, all of those things of just watching spirits support the process, you know, and then I was like, well, you know, how is this important in the big scheme? You know, it's like, that's all like this inner critic is just going, blah, 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 blah. yeah, <laughs> but, you know, it, it came together in, in the book itself. So, you know, I mentioned earlier that there's this, um, because I'm a five element acupuncturist, that's a very Taoist based um, medicine. And so those of you who aren't so familiar with Taoism, the basic premise is, is um, there is a journey of coming back to recognizing your light. That's a super short version of that. And um, I think in a lot of contemporary cultures, we kind of religions mostly don't really recognize the light inside us. Mm -hmm. But I mean, a lot of the more spiritual yogic 
traditional, um, those type of practices are really saying you're this beautiful light being. And so, you know, the whole journey, the overall structure is, you know, setting, um, and this, this actually goes, this actually goes, this structure is the same with every workshop and uh, offering that I do online as well. There's the recognition of you have all the information you need inside us. We call it intuition. Here are some ways to learn to connect in with that. You know, come into your body. The mind lies. <laughs> just like our mind will tell us all kinds of stories to keep us just where we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but we are so much bigger than ourselves, right? Absolutely. And so it's just learning how to navigate that, learning tools to. Um, to learn how to talk to your soul, talk to yourself, talk to the divine, whatever that word is for you. And then, of course, you know, you start going, oh, and then your inner critic goes, ah, ah. So then there's tools to learn how to manage your inner critic. And then pretty much the whole book from there is a little bit about learning about energy medicine. And the, the beauty of the book is there's discussion but then there's an embodied creative process. So your head goes, oh yeah, I understand this. And then your body goes, oh yeah, I understand this. You know, and then we just keep going. And so it's a journey from, from not owning your light to really kind of sitting there and saying, this is who I am. And that is the journey of soul. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, how do you grow into being the best brightest expression of who you are. Yeah, and I think that's an important thing too, because uh, self-discovery, a lot of us, we get to be 40, 50 years old and still don't know who we are. Right, right. I don't care if you are on the last brink of your breath, your last breath, like if you can just turn around and go, oh, that's it. Yeah. actually just thinking about that that's so strange that you said that because when I was um, driving home from work today I was thinking about you know all of the the work that I've done so far and I was thinking Mm -hmm. about thank goodness that I've done all of this and I found all of this earlier in my life because I couldn't imagine doing it when I was like much older but then I was thinking but it's never too late it's never too late to learn or to change or to grow and so even if I had been older I still would want to do it right so that's funny that you mentioned that and so maybe there's some people out there listening today saying you know oh I'm too old to really go on this journey but you're never too old to do it never too old no I mean, I think there's something to be said about right timing for you, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's some people that can start perceptively younger and there's some, you know, people that start older, but it's when just get to give yourself the opportunity to recognize that something inside you is yearning for change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I guess the biggest invitation in that, and you probably know this really well, is you know like our minds like what is that what is that what is that (laughs) and if you could just pause every once in a while go for a walk and just hold that in your heart like what is what's missing you know what do i feel like i i need to connect with 
because mm-hmm. you know then the border collie called spirit comes in and goes hey let's go this way <laughs> let's go this way <laughs> yeah i always like to say i know we have free will but like if you don't move spirit will move you in some way or another mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's easier when it's a free will <laughs> yeah i mean i guess you and i it'd be fun to like muse on like what is it what does it feel like to what does it feel like to um, desire a change? Like, you know, you and I have a language, you and I have an experience, but maybe for some of the people that are listening who want to have an awesome life, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, what is that? Like, you know, we can say words like depression or sadness or lethargy or whatever that is, but sometimes it's just like, there's this blank feeling or this yearning. I don't know. Do you have any, any, any other words for that? Yeah, for me, it was a feeling of boredom, for one. Mm, mm. Boredom and also a feeling of there being something missing, that I didn't have all of the answers. I didn't have all of the puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. That's -hmm. what it felt like for me. I I felt, and I always say this, but literally like I was on a hamster wheel, running around, doing the same thing day after day after day, and not getting Mm. anywhere. Yeah, right. And that's what it felt like for me. Um, I don't know about for you, like what specific feelings you had or. I mean, I, I mean, there was tons, you know, but I feel like, um, you know, you only I, I really do believe that as long as we follow the lead of the body and the heart, we get what we can handle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I don't think people get over, you know, there's stories of people getting overloaded with too much healing. I don't really think that happens. I just think that we tend to push ourselves more, but the, if we follow the body, you know, the body knows what we can handle. But, um, oh God, I just went out of my head. Hold on a sec. Oh my, I hate when that happens. I know. I, <laughs> I, I teach German and so the kids and I were talking about this the other day that they were saying sometimes they will be at home speaking English and then they'll throw in a German word, you know, just into their normal everyday vocabulary. And I said, well, what's bad is when you can't think of the word in English or German. Yeah, right. <laughs> this should not be a problem, but I can't think of it in either language. So. Right. I guess um, I don't know what I was going to say, but the one thing I think is important to honor is that healing is not a one and done experience like you know it's these layers you know and we touch on layers and you know it just you know whatever that is boredom ah I know what I was going to talk about you know there was for me there was this sense of just really feeling like something was missing like I felt like and it sounds so egotistical but I don't think it came from this place I felt like there was more that I was to offer than whatever I was doing. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, as, you know, 21st century women, like we always feel like we should do more. But I think the one thing I didn't, I didn't even realize, and, you know, so I've been doing this work since 91, 90, you know, so it's been a while. And what I really realized, and it was during COVID, is how much busy was still distracting me from coming inside. 
you know, because you talked about the hamster wheel, like, from, yeah. you know, I just get busy. And busy is like the badge of courage here in the US. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're busy. Oh, good. Okay, we want to talk to you. But if you just say, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just here, people are like, what? Are you not okay? But you know, busy, you know, if busy keeps us energetically, it just keeps us up in our head. And like, if it, you know, the healing happens when we come down. And um, that's like one of my most favorite super short meditations that I offer people all the time is breath, belly, feet. Like, bring your awareness to your breath, bring it to your belly and wiggle your toes. Like that is the quickest way to get out of our head and back into our heart. Yeah. You, you could see it, it already changes my voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But um, that was, you know, COVID gave me a lot of time out too. But um, that gave me a real eye opener to look at busy that way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you were talking about the book. That's pretty much the journey. You know, the journey is a is a you know it's a self help book in a way. Uh, it's I'm an educator. I've always been an educator, so there's some education in there as well. <laughs> That's good. We need that. <laughs> well, we need to gather information. Absolutely. I mean, I think the book has this really beautiful balance between you know simple languaging complicated things you know that appeases our mind and then it gives you the experience of feeling into what is being talked about you know and so it kind of balances both mind and and heart and i really think that being aligned with mind and heart is how we can go forward that's a very yeah. interesting thing that you bring up of being aligned in mind and heart, because I don't think that a lot of people think about it that way. When we think about learning, it's only the head, right? Mm -hmm. But in order to truly get it and to understand, it has to also be heart centered too and heartfelt. Right. I mean, I think, you know, you, th you think about how people learn, right? And some people learn by reading, by auditory, audit you know, by listening, yeah. you know, there's both, you know, and you as an educator know this, there's like a different, a lot of different ways that people learn. And I really think the gift of being in body, because otherwise, you know, we just be spirits just doing whatever right. we're doing, <laughs> is our senses. And so there's a way that we take in information or the world or life experiences um, is with our senses. And so like, to have the reading, which really does satisfy the mind, but then to have experiences where we use our senses to hold on to the information, to hold on to the journey experience, that self-discovery experience, keeps it keeps us. It like puts it in our uh, muscle memory in a way, mm -hmm. our cellular muscle memory. Yeah, and that's so true, though. But you think about the memories that you had as a child that you can, mm -hmm. you know, if, if there's a smell or mm -hmm. a sound or a taste or something mm -hmm. that comes up for you, it brings you back like that. Mm -hmm. And you remember every detail sometimes mm -hmm. of those memories. Whereas yesterday, I don't remember what I wore. Right. <laughs> I know I right. had clothes on, but I have no idea. I don't remember. What I wore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> 
because we're all here. Yeah, I was all up in my head and it didn't connect to my heart space. But you mm-hmm. that you make such a good point when you are connected in your heart space. And this is another, okay, the universe is an amazing thing. Um, because just today, again, I was thinking about Christmas Eve at my great aunt's house. And I don't even remember what triggered me to think about this. Mm. But I can remember that when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about how interesting it was that I can still remember how I felt the excitement that I felt that I got to go to her house on Christmas Eve because there was food and my cousins were there and there was laughter and there were presents and there were, you know, the smells and and I was remembering all of that today for some reason. Now I think I know why, but to bring it up tonight, that learning, the memory stayed because of the heart space. Right. That was there too, instead of just that right. it was in my head. Yeah. Right. That's a great point. You know, and if you think about people, um, like if we go back to the healing conversation, like most of us are wanting healing for something that's not right, that's missing. Right. And so, um, when we start the healing journey, you know, l- limiting beliefs, right or patterns that showed up from, you know, family or society, they're all, they all come into the body and get stored in the body as muscle memory, body, mind, spirit, muscle memory, as I like to think about it, you know, and so that's all being held and it comes in via the senses. Um, sometimes the, the sixth senses, so, you know, the clairs as, you know, we talk about them, you know, just coming in, in a way that, uh, is not conscious, but unconscious, you know, and as we go through the healing journey, we are kind of clearing and remembering good stories and we're clearing and remembering stories that are holding us back, but it's all being got held in by, um, like by, uh, people talk about neuroplasticity in the mind, but I think the mind and the body are all holding on to patterns mm-hmm. and they get released. And the beauty of the embodied practices is it's in the body we are working, you know, so we're kind of asking the body to, I don't know, look at some limiting belief, right? And so, you know, whatever that is, you know, you just kind of like drop the pebble in and then the body starts kind of saying, oh, well, maybe this story needs to come out and this story needs to come out. and. You know, you do it in this subconscious, unconscious way of drawing or movement or making music or whatever that is. And then suddenly that has just begun to loosen, if you will. You yeah. know, does that make sense? Did I just yeah. go down the garden path? <laughs> Sometimes well, I, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully your sense. listeners followed that. <laughs> well, anyone who's ever had energy healing... Mm. had reiki or anything like that Mm -hmm. we'll know what you're talking about because when we do or at least when i do reiki sessions with people (coughs) i do the energy work but then i also take them on a guided meditation to clear away the emotional stuff too because it does get trapped there and it it blocks energy from moving through the chakras and then that it's amazing And I never would have thought this before I started doing this work, but I can pinpoint if someone's got a physical symptom or an emotional symptom, 
It's the chakra. Yeah. The chakra. Right. <laughs> right. And so these chakras are center hubs of energy, right? They're, yeah. they got a hold. Yeah. Right. You know, joys and blisses and whoopsies, you know, it's got to hold all of that. Yeah. And, you know, to your point, you know, so somebody comes in with you and they get a healing and then you do some clearing and then they go home and they feel whatever they feel and then they go to sleep and they have all these kind of dreams and then they're driving in their car, which is occupying the mind. Yeah. And then all of a sudden these epiphanies come up. It's like that has your session has begun to kind of sift out what's in the body that needs to be released. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I always say, watch out for your night dreams and daydreams. You know that too. I do. <laughs> I don't say the daydreams, but I always tell them you might want to keep a dream journal next to your yeah. bed. <laughs> but I think, Jay, you know, daydreams. You know, as soon as we, you know, driving such a brilliant thing because it really does keep the mind occupied, and then we start like, yeah, you know, doing whatever, and so, you know, things come out that way as well. Yeah, that's true. Because there are times when. When I used to have an hour drive, I would say, don't remember yeah. the drive. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know I drove, but. <laughs> I got there safely. Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> hope that light was green. <laughs> Too funny. Well, this is oh. such a great conversation. And if someone were really interested in maybe buying your book, because maybe they are on their own spiritual journey and they're looking for transformation and maybe they would like to try to connect more the mind and the body together or maybe they want to follow you or work with you in some way what's the best way for them to do that uh well the book you can so everything um you can go to dominicelebrity.com and that'll be in the show notes um on the website there is um vlog casts that i do blogs there's free meditations there's classes you can order the book from there as well. Uh, most people order it through Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, things like that. Um, but that's the easiest way to get the book. Um, I do have those as well. And those of you who are um, listening to this out of the US, that um, I do have a digital version of the book. It's a PDF because there's so many images in it that I couldn't. it couldn't go to Kindle. But um, I can send um, digital versions of that as well. Awesome. But yeah, and I just want to say one other thing. Um, there's two things that are happening in my little universe right now that I think is exciting for yeah. your peeps. Uh, one of them is I'm doing a get your pep back challenge right now. Oh. And that's basically get your personal energy protection back. Oh, which will give you more that. pep. Yes, right? absolutely. Everybody needs that. Yeah, and you could see that up in my website. And if you look at the top, it just says, get your pep back. Um, and it, it's a live challenge. So we're doing it in the Facebook group. But I'm going to keep it up for a while. Because in a way, this is like, if this is my one gift to like another one gift I give to the world, yeah. you know, it's learning how to fill up with our own goodness and keeping our field protected. So um, in the challenge, you get a meditation and um, a little mini journal. So that's that's like my little fun giveaway for the winter holidays. That's an um, awesome giveaway. I love that. Yeah, it's just like, you know, tell your friends and tell your other friends and teach your children this, you <laughs> oh, know, that's like so important. Yes, right. <laughs> 
And the other thing is, um, I've been talking about tools for the heart, yes. right? And I'm starting another program uh, January 17th. So you can look at that. And you know, you all, if you have any questions, you can always just reach out through Melissa or to me directly about the journey. But I really think no matter how you do it, just um, keep following your heart and it will lead you to where you need to go, right? Yes, absolutely. I love that. So you've already given us a lot of useful, helpful information, <laughs> and I love that. But I always like to ask our guests before we leave to leave our listeners with one little nugget of wisdom that they can take with them through the day. Yeah. How about if we just try a two one minute meditation? Awesome. Love it. Okay, cool. So um, wherever you're sitting or lying down, if you're driving, do this later. <laughs> but it, right, don't do this when you're driving. Feel your feel the weight of your body on the earth. Feel your butt on the chair, your feet on the ground. Let your eyes soften. When your eyes are soft, you are in your heart space. Allow your breath to come in to your chest, to your belly, down to your feet, and wiggle your toes and breathe. Feel your breath kind of anchoring you down into the earth. And then place your hands on your heart and fall in love with yourself, as I like to say. Feel the rising and falling of your chest. Feel the beating of your heart. And just for a moment, because we don't do this very often, just come back and land into the beautiful being that you are. And once you're here, this is where you can follow your truth. This is where and how you can connect to your soul. This is the biggest gift you can give yourselves. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Thank you. Thank you. That was beautiful. And I definitely needed that. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for this amazing conversation and everything that you're doing to help raise the vibration of the collective and to help others heal and transform. It's so needed. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And thank you for linking arms with me and, yes. you know, sharing this with the world as well. Because this is it. how we're going to do it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> And you can help us guys by sharing out this podcast and, you know, sharing out Damini's also free giveaways for people because you're not, you know, you're not putting something on someone like, hey, you need to buy this product. You are just helping someone who maybe is struggling and you're saying, hey, life doesn't yeah. have to be a struggle. And mm -hmm. here's some great tools to help it not be a struggle for you. Exactly. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure and a hoot, really. <laughs> yes, it has. I want to thank all of you guys for being with mm -hmm. us today, too. This has been so much fun. And as always, I just appreciate each and every one of you. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. Of course, share it out with those you think might benefit from it. Yeah. You can follow me on social media. You can also go to my website, melissaopen.com. If you want to work with me, you'll see all the services I offer, or you can book a free discovery call with me, or you can just reach out to me. I love hearing from my listeners. 
As always, guys, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon.